Baku 2, The Familiars. A sturdy cool breeze drifts through the alleyway. Crushed autumn leaves line a cast iron pan. Ugh. JD winces. Ah, stupid lighter. Come on. Blowing onto his stiff fingertips for warmth, his lean frame shivers as the night grows colder. He puts his etch lighter back into his pocket. JD looks for a stone to prevent the leaves from blowing away. Hey, get away from my car, or else you'll regret it. JD jumps back away from the curb. After a few moments, JD realizes the ignorant guy is none other than renowned tech engineer, Peyton Miles, famously known for his innovations in public safety and infrastructure. But his public perception has always been positive. I told you to back off. Why are you still hanging around, you bum? Peyton walks closer to JD. A stunned JD manages to hold his composure. Now who's in whose space? The tension builds in this impromptu stir-off, but JD doesn't budge. Huh, you're real brave. I'll give you that. It's a shame you ended up in the streets. Peyton pulls out a $100 bill and forcefully taps it against JD's tattered knitted hat. JD reaches out to receive the bill, only for Peyton to drop it in the gutter as he hops in his car. You're an embarrassment. JD shrugs and shakes his head before securing the money into his pocket. Thank you, JD says in appreciation as he exits the corner store. Lighter secured. The clerk even threw in free day-old copies of the newspaper. After making his bed for the night, JD stokes the dying flame rubbing his frigid hands together. Straightening his coat, the $100 bill drops into the flaming pile of rubbish. Defeated, he doesn't bother to risk injury reaching in to recover the bill. Could tonight get any worse? JD settles into slumber through the ambient noise of the city. There's always tomorrow. Wake up, genius. It's time to start your day. <sighs> Ten more minutes, Vana. Peyton rolled back over in his bed. Vana is Peyton's first successful invention promoting lifestyle balance for everyone's day-to-day. Vana stands for Voice Activated Nurturing Assistant. Rise and shine, good people of Cannysville. It is 5.45 this chilly morning. Current temps are 20 degrees and rising a bit with a high of 31 today. Brr, it's a frigid fall indeed. Make sure you bundle up before you head out. Peyton raises his head in relief of the hot shower, now ready to start his day. Mr. Miles, your schedule is fairly open today, with only one important lunch meeting with Mayor Murdoch at 11 a.m. I made reservations at Amore Cafe, 
so you're all set. Isn't Amore Cafe a bit romantic for a meeting with the mayor? I don't want to give the wrong impression. Not in my opinion. Besides, they have the cheapest prices, and we know how you are with... Enough, Vanna. That works for me. Peyton arrives at his office and dives right into finalizing paperwork for his latest project, a community center for the people by a person of the community. The -the state-of-the-art facility will provide shelter, on-site training, and resources for needy residents of the street, he likes to call them. With several allegations of unfair working conditions at most of his locations, Peyton devised this life-work study plan to establish a new fleet of employees who would be oh so grateful for amenities they would feel indebted to Miles Ahead Incorporated, willingly filling lower-paying jobs to get back on their feet. His plan was perfect and only needed a final cosign from Mayor Murdoch. You've been stationary for a little over an hour. Please walk around the building. Uncontested, Peyton rises from his desk and makes his rounds. That'll be 5.49. The perky barista slides a tall cup of coffee across the counter. (laughs) I don't remember it being that expensive. JD says, searching for his wallet with a smile. The unmoved barista stares back as her anxiety grows for the morning rush line. JD turns his pockets out, only for a moth to fly out. You've got to be kidding me. Here, we're together. Please add oatmeal and some fruit to our order. Anything else? A stunned JD manages to say, Yes, but you don't have to, your honor, miss, ma'am. Mayor Murdoch, but you can call me Mona. She reaches out to shake his hand. I'm JD. Very pleased to meet you. I can't thank you enough. JD grabs a tray away from the barista. Oh, so we're thoroughly breaking bread now. Well, I'm free until 11. Let's sit by the window. Despite JD having to return to his rush hour commute into the alley, he obliged the sit-down breakfast. It's been a while. You have arrived at your location. Peyton checks out his appearance in the mirror. I haven't been here in so long. I don't even know what I want. I don't have the taste buds to tell you, but according to reviews, you have to try the arancini and cacio e pepe. Buon appetito. It's 15 minutes past our meeting, and I'm getting hungry. The air is filled with the authentic smell of fresh ingredients. If this is a test, I'm going to fail if she doesn't make it here. A hurried Mayor Murdoch pops up just in time. Apologies for my tardiness. I had a morning meeting that ran over longer than expected. I hope you already ordered. I'm actually surprised you stuck around. I know you're busy running the city, and I'm starving. Are you ready to order? Mayor Murdoch gathers the collar of her coat together. This wind is more confirmation that the city needs this community center. I apologize I wasn't able to meet with you prior to the groundbreaking. With this Canniesville Care Grant, you'll be able to continue the amazing work. Reaching into his coat pocket, Peyton hands Mayor Murdoch two small square sheets. These will keep you warm. One of my unreleased inventions. They provide spatial ambient heat opposed to only keeping your hands warm. 
Again, this lunch made my day. My last mandatory request is that you grace us with your presence at the ribbon-cutting ceremony. I wouldn't have it any other way. Be sure to send over the details. Ciao! Before Peyton could offer her a ride, she was well on her way down the block. Congratulations on the business deal, genius. The grant money is more than enough to complete the center. Did you notify her of your hardships? Now why would I mention that I had no money? That's not how you close deals, but you're just a voice. What would you know? Lana doesn't reply at all as Peyton drives back to the office. Two lights before reaching his destination, Peyton abruptly changes his mind and makes the least subtle legal U-turn. Peyton rushes out of his car to check for damage. All clear. A man rises from the ground in shock. The two intensely lock eyes until Peyton checks to make sure he isn't injured. The alarmed man retreats and runs off in a hurry without a word. Peyton kicks a stone as he gets back into the car. Did he throw this at me? I've got to get out of here. It could have been worse. The biting winter air was unforgiving this time of year. What looked like the entire city of Canniesville was in attendance for the Justice Divinity Community Haven ribbon cutting ceremony. The facility was already at full capacity with needy residents. Peyton proudly looked around as his work was just beginning. His moment of acceptance was abruptly cut short by three taps on his shoulder. A solid fist knocks Peyton down so fast he doesn't recall hitting the ground. After a moment, his head stops spinning and the entire outdoor garden sanctuary is on fire. Holding his jaw, writhing in pain, and stumbling against the crowd, he notices a man ahead of him doing the same. The crowd flees from the building in disorderly fashion. Mayor Murdoch texts Peyton to confirm she made it out of the building safely and not to worry about any of the damages. Hey! Struggling to catch up to the guy, Peyton throws the first thing he grabs from his pocket. Peyton refuses to follow the man any further into the area that was ablaze. He stood still, embraced in the warmth of the glowing flames. Just when things begin to work out, Another challenge rears its head. After speaking with the authorities about the incident, they take Peyton home as he was still in shock. A heartwarming display of humanitarianism at the Justice Divinity Community Haven was devastated by an arson attempt and assault. Last night's ribbon-cutting ceremony was cut short unexpectedly when tragedy struck as patrons toured the new shelter facility for underprivileged individuals. CEO of Miles Ahead, Peyton Miles was brutally attacked by an unidentified man as attendees fled the open-air greenhouse area engulfed in flames. This just in. Sadly, there was one casualty who remains unidentified as a forensic fire investigation is underway. Examiners recovered a monogrammed lighter on the scene with the initials J.D. Investigators are looking for leads with the community and encourage the public to call 1-877-500-786. Unknown user, please verify identity.